there's a number of changes in the V8 Supercar Series this year, we speak to Lee Holsworth about one of them. I hope you'll stay with us. Lee Holsworth joins us on the line now, and Lee, I hope you've had a great start to the year. It's been an interesting time for you. You signed up with a team, and then there was all this talk about the team might be changing from its original home, which you thought you were going to, to its new home. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Obviously, I signed with Charlie Schwerkholm Racing, and um, we were going to FPR originally, and then uh, you know um, Charlie decided um, that he had a uh, better opportunity going to Walkinshaw and um, look there was no dramas with me I just wanted to be in a factory team and um, nothing's changed there so I think in the long run you know with what's happened to uh, Ford and their announcement to pull money out of FPR um, we've ended up in a pretty good spot really with you know I think Holden's secure um, in the future in sport and um, obviously Walkinshaw Racing is a fantastic uh, a fantastic team to be with so um, they've got an amazing history in the sport and um, I'm happy to be a part of the future. The model that Charlie's using to go racing, and obviously that's a, a factor in making a decision on who you sign with as a driver because, as you said, you're only a short time a racing driver in your career at the very top level. Yeah, um, and, and that's why it's so important to, to know where you're going. Um, and, and when you're in a four-car team, obviously... Um, there are concerns that you know you you may get fed the uh, the secondhand equipment, um, but uh, when you've got a license holder that that wants the best for that car, and um, then then you've got not just me pushing for the best, but but also a team owner, and that's uh, that's pretty handy for me. Um, obviously, he uh, has now handed the reins over to Adrian Burgess to find the right people to go in my car. Um, which was probably a little different to how it went down at, down at FPR. Um, so I know that you know all the all the, uh, the the I's will be will be dotted and the T's will be crossed down there at um, at, at Walkinshaw. I certainly know that that Adrian Burgess is a uh, pretty handy um, team team manager and um, general manager down there. So um, look, I, I think that there's no problems at all with that side of it. I think Charlie will hand over the reins and let them do their job. And when it comes to relationship decisions, which you have to then work with, like your crew chief and your chief engineer, are those decisions going to be run by you? We're thinking of, um, we're thinking of Joe Bloggs to be your, your uh, chief engineer. What are your, what's your thoughts with them and you know, experience with them in the past or your knowledge of how they, they work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've always been quite hands-on with that sort of stuff. I like to be involved in and, uh, you know, know the people that are going to be on my car before they are on my car. Um, I like to have an involvement in that area. I think that's quite important. So, um, yeah, I've had Adrian on the phone every day um, suggesting, you know, here we get for a co-driver or, um, you know, for a mechanic or... uh, these sorts of things don't just go without, um, you know, any communication to me, which is which is great. Um, it's work. It's going to work well, I think. Mm. And of course, a different dynamic. You moved yourself up into the Gold Coast when you uh, made your last change. 
Walkinshaw performances down in Melbourne, are you going to be a flying driver like uh, James Courtney, or do you relocate down to Melbourne now? Oh, look, as we speak, I'm back in boxes. Um, so, yeah, we're moving back down, Alana, myself, Neva, um, little family get back down to Melbourne, and, um, you know, we spent a long time down there with GRM, and, and also I was actually born down there, so I moved up when I was seven to Queensland, did um, a lot of my schooling up here. So I'm sort of half Victorian, half Queensland, but, yeah, I, I, I see it as a pretty important thing to be be with the team, especially when you're trying to, um, you know, develop relationships, develop that bond with your engineer. Um, we're away enough as it is, let alone, you know, flying away just to uh, have a little meeting down with the team or say good day to the guys. So um, to give it my best opportunity, I'm moving down and I'll be just up the road from the, from the shed, no doubt. And for a V8 supercar driver, of course, there's a lot of work you do physically, there's a lot of do, work you do studying and, and mentally preparing yourself for each track. But business-wise, how much time is there to go and operate a, a business or to own businesses outside of the V8 supercar motor racing scene? Well, we actually probably do get enough time to do that, to be able to run something else. Um, but, you know, from from what I've found, um, you need to make yourself available at, at every minute um, that, that someone needs you in the workshop or whether you need to do a sponsor uh, visit or um, whatever comes along with, with the job of racing and you obviously need to keep fit. Um, but, you know, I think that having something else on the side takes away from something else. So to be fully committed to, uh, to you know, the racing and, and achieving your goals. I think you, you need to have a clear mind and not have anything play on your mind when you get to a race weekend. Um, but it certainly, you know, crossed my mind what, um, you know, starting another business venture on the side. Um, but I think at this stage I want to I settle in and do the best I can and try and get comfortable in the team before I think of anything like that at this stage, yeah, for sure. People will be able to watch the V8 Supercars this year. Just about every time that you're in the car and on the racetrack, they'll be able to see it on Fox, and then, of course, Channel 10 will have a, a slightly different television package than what people perhaps have been used to. Are you, are you happy about that package, or are you realistic in that's the package we need to be able to afford the business? Oh, I'm excited about it. I think, um, you know, obviously it makes it more accessible to fans um, to be able to watch when it, you know, whatever, whenever um, on telly, uh, whether it's practice, qualifying or races. Um, you know, we're going to have plenty more airtime. Um, obviously, we're, we're with both Channel 10 and Fox now. Um, but but the, the, uh, the races that aren't shown on Channel 10 um, live will be shown later in the day. So... No one actually has to go and purchase it if they if they can't afford Fox, but um, I think there'll be a lot of people going out there and, and buying the package to see uh, how good it's going to be. We're all going to have in-car cameras and all the rest of it. The, the coverage is just going to be amazing, and I think it'll be fantastic for our sport, but um, we'll just have to wait and see. I, I, I can't wait to see how the year pans out with, with television. Um, we're going to have plenty more airtime on uh, you know shows like... Um, uh, the sort of shows that we had, like back back when he, when we had RPM, and uh, and I think Scafie's bringing out some new shows. So, well, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. It's going to be um, really good for the fans. Mm, and of course, uh, it's not long now till you're in the car at Sydney Motorsport Park for the official test day with uh, two days 
out there to get yourself settled in. So have you had a seat fitting? When does all when does all that getting you comfortable in the car happen or has it actually happened already? Uh, no, my everyone's cars are probably in ditch at the moment still, um, being put together after being stripped down over the break. Um, and that was the same with um, with my car. So I went and saw it last Friday and uh, all looks good, but uh, obviously panels have got to go on it. Um, the seat wasn't quite right because it's still got... Nick Perkett's seat in it from last year, and he's quite a lot taller than me. So um, I'll be doing a seat fitting probably within the next week and uh, getting comfortable and, and ready to get out there at, at, at the Sydney uh, Sydney test, which is going to be awesome. I, I'm uh, starting to lose sleep already because I'm so excited. <laughs> For a person who's not familiar, the seat fitting process, is that a day's, is that a full day in the workshop, just trying to get every lever, get the steering wheel height, get you know, pedal positions, and I guess you're also trying to work on the uh, pedal strength, how how strong the return springs are and, and things like that. Yeah, yeah. all that stuff takes takes time, and it's not something that you can get exactly right in the workshop. You know, you, you sit in the car, you get it comfortable to how, how you, you know, the best that, that it feels when you're in the workshop, but then um, uh, you head to the track. No doubt when we get to the Sydney test, there'll be things that, that I want changed, like the, you know, the the master cylinders, the brake master cylinders, the clutch master cylinder size, um, you know, the steering weight, the uh, options, um, all sorts of stuff like that becomes, uh, you know, that really comes out in the wash when you get on track. So you can only get it so close at the workshop, um, but but you know, obviously, um, the closer you can get it at the workshop. Hopefully it's just fine-tuning when you get to the track, but it is really important for driver comfort to get the most out of a, a lap time and out of um, your performance on the track throughout a race. Does the driving of the car have to be at full speed to get that to get that uh, last fine-tuning, or can you actually drive the car around, because you can't drive the car um, at, a, at another test day, but can you drive the car around the workshop and just say, uh, oh, No, right. unfortunately not. Um, it'd be good to go fang around the streets and <laughs> see if see if that's the you know see whether everything's comfortable for me. But the reality is, you've got to do lap after lap after lap um, to see whether there's any um, you know un- uh, any any discomfort or anything like that. It's, it takes time, and um, you know when you're doing a 200k race or 250k race at um, at Clipsal, you find all those little um, you know, discomforts in the seat, whether it's, you know, pinching your lower back or um, th- those sort of things come out after a long distance. So it's going to take a whole test day to get on top of all that. Mm. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you in the Walkinshaw Performance Commodore, Lee. All the very best and uh, it's on the track on the 7th and 8th of February. Yeah, thanks very much. Can't wait. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.